0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke. And with me, as always, my co-host, the Merc Mike Merkel. And, oh my gosh, it's a lunar eclipse. It's a shooting star. It's what's something that only happens once every 85 years. Um... Oh, that Brock Lesnar beating Roman Reigns <laughs> Michigan beating Ohio State it's it's it doesn't happen very often but when it does it's a magnificent playoff games magical ouch magical moment magical moments here on the show we have he's no longer the missing whale man he's the whale man Kyle Budzanowski he's here he forgot his own nickname it's how long it's been he's here Kyle what's going on buddy I'm good Rob I'm glad to be back glad For to sure. be back if 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 Kyle's here you know, at some point, we're talking Michigan football. That's the extent of it, right? He's got his Michigan Wolverine shirt on. He's feeling spicy. The hair is feathered and deadly. It's the whole combination. We're going to be talking Big Ten football uh, a little bit later on in the show. We've got SummerSlam, Mike, we got to talk about. We've got the AEW Trios titles debuting that we got to talk about. We've got AFC South rankings, right? We're doing AFC South this week. Yes. And, of course, we've got Big Ten rankings. So Mike's going to explain all that as we get there to kind of put that cherry on the top of this great episode. But, Mike, let's jump in here. SummerSlam 2022 in the books. Um, thoughts just on the overall show before we go match by match.
1: Um, I thought the show as a whole was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think it could have there there were some matches where I wish they would have extended time. they They had a lot of like, all right, here's five minutes here, five mm-hmm. minutes there. Yeah. They have a, a lot of video packages. Holy but Jesus. I did not I like I don't realize yeah. after watching AEW because AEW does none. none Yeah. So they just kinda have people just walk out and have matches together. Yeah. So I'm like, man, it's like every match has this long 30 minute video I, package. I'm hoping
0: that changes and we're, I'm gonna talk about Triple H here in a little bit, but I do hope that changes with the kind of change in strategy, right? We're like, you know, yeah. here's the thing. You want to do a package before Brock and Roman. That makes sense, right? You've yeah. got like three, four years of history you kinda have to give a summary of right but you know what i don't need a package of bobby lashley in theory yeah like exactly. I, I don't i don't need a package for that yeah, right that like, that's Pat, the, mcafee yeah. happy corbin i don't yeah, need like a 30 minute I thing don't for need that it. i don't need it i get it mcafee corbin on the same t- you could do that in preparation of the match before you you, you don't even need a
1: package Let, mm-hmm. let's just yeah it. that's why like yeah i i just love like when they do their pre-show thing or whatever yeah, that's they sh- the time but they show all the video packages there which yes. i'm like that's fine but yeah. i don't want to watch that because i watch all the video packages there yeah and then they're also on the show Correct. so i'm like why am i gonna watch the pre-show when i'll just watch yeah. the actual show and give them yeah. so if you want to actually make the pre-show kind of good and special that's when you show them so people yes. go okay, get hyped for the let show. me get hyped for it let me watch yeah. all these videos and then when the show's actually going it's yeah. like all right we're just gonna get right into the match yeah but anyway sure. absolutely that's that just a minor critique i have you have a great you have a grade shows. for the show um. Uh, so this show is rated on Cage Match at seven point yeah. five nine. That's not so bad. that's that like seven point six out of ten. Yeah, I'd like, say that's pretty C accurate, plus. Honestly, it's yeah, kind of where I'd
0: I Yeah, I would probably even maybe give it a C.
1: Like I thought, I thought there were some really good highlights of the show, and then I thought there was some like, meh, that was okay. Yeah, you know, I do think most of the matches that were rematches from other shows were not as good as their original one. You. I would agree with I you. I think that's definitely yes. the case for at least two, yes. if not more. Yep. But up yep. anyway, so we opened the show with uh, Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's title against Becky Lynch. That's one of these matches. And that is definitely one of these matches that we, yeah. I alluded to where I think the WrestleMania match was much better than yes. this one. Yes. Um, This match was 15 minutes. Bianca retained her title. And I think the biggest news out of this one yes. was... Uh, Bailey's return and finally oh, yeah. and her coming out with her new stable with yep. um, returning Dakota Kai yep. and new named yeah. Eoskai Sky, EO Sky not Eoskai EO yes so. I saw I saw that I yeah. didn't watch that part live, yeah. but I did see them come out. I was
0: I was over the moon that Bailey came back. I was thrilled. I didn't know at first if it was a if it was a faction or if they were just like, hey, here's three more challengers for Bianca. I didn't know how they were gonna play that, but then they're like, oh no, it's a faction. Super happy to see that. Um, I think, and then they, at the same time, right, they kind of turn Becky back a little bit, which uh-huh. I think is important because they're kind of hurting on the babyface side a little bit on the, on the women's side. And Mm -hmm. then also it allows Becky to be feuding with other people. And it feel important without her being in the title picture. I was a little concerned going into the show. Like if they didn't put the title back on her, where's Becky going to go? Now we kind of have that answer a Mm -hmm. little bit. Right. Um, And now when you look at the women's raw roster, right where you go, man, okay. So we've got like Alexa bliss. We've got Bianca Belair. We've got, um, uh, Becky Lynch, we got Bailey, we got Dakota Kai, we got Io Shirai, we've got we've got quite a few
2: yeah.
0: women now. All of a sudden, that you can you can go to and go, oh yeah, that's a that's a decent
1: list of six, seven, eight girls that are like, hey, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they also later in the show did the video package for Charlotte. Yeah. So I assume she's gonna be coming back. Yeah. Don't know on SmackDown or Raw, right. whatever that's gonna be, but right. she's gonna be added to one of the rosters probably soon, which yeah. will add to that depth. Exactly, anyway. for
0: sure. So I I thought this was I thought this was still a really good match. Um, I thought the finish kind of came out of nowhere a little bit where it was like, okay, we hit the flip and then we hit the KOD and that was it. It was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Like we really, we just kind of went right to it type of deal. Um, but I thought the match delivered and then Bailey coming back, I think really kind of
1: put this over the top a little bit. Um, next match, we had one of the two celebrity matches here. We yep. had uh, Logan Paul and the Miz. Logan Paul defeating the Miz in 14 minutes 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champa started to interfere about halfway through the match. Yep. AJ comes up, makes the save, mm-hmm. kind of, and so either yep. it's going to be an AJ or Champa feud, or they're going to do like a tag yeah, feud can, thing with them. The um, I think I think the biggest thing I got out of this. So Logan Paul wins this match, uh-huh. and I think, and I texted you this. I think Logan Paul might be the best celebrity inclusion yeah. person. I yeah. thought for a second it would be Pat McAfee. Yeah. Um, but after the match that he had later, yeah. I think I think Logan Paul has the potential to be the best oh, yeah. <clears throat> possible case scenario for celebrities coming into the wrestling.
0: Well because he's he's an athletic dude, right? He's young and he's taking it seriously, right? He signed a deal, you know, and this is you know, Pat nothing is Pat, but like Pat at the end of the day, he's gonna make his money on announcing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just what he's gonna do. But to have him in there, I did think that this was not as good as their tag match mm-hmm. um, with the Mysterios uh, because you definitely felt like they they allowed Miz to take all the bumps and then he was able to shine, right? Mm-hmm. He looked good. And you saw that here as well, right? Miz did not hit a single... I think he hit one move where he had him in the corner hits hit him with like a code breaker thing. I thought that was really cool. Miz had no big spots yeah. in this whole match, right? Yep. His big spot was walking out with his hot-ass <laughs> wife. She's gorgeous. Um, but... This is, once again, and we talk about this ad nauseum, at least I do, this is another testament to The Miz, too, right? Making this dude look good. There was a couple shots Logan threw out, by the way, that I thought he legitimately connected with The yeah. Miz on a call. I was like, hey, maybe someone should smart and hit him up and be like, let's not beat the crap out of him for real here, you know? <laughs> um thought this match was great. The spot, the frog splash going through the table, I thought was really nice. Yeah, it was fart. That was really that was, good. He, he I threw. thought he wasn't going to make it at first. I was like, oh, boy. Um... I do think he would be better served to be in a tag team though. Mm-hmm. I really do just like, I don't know how long his contract is for, but if, if at some point we get away, we split the tag titles back up, right. Having Logan in a tag team with a guy like AJ or the Miz, or somebody mm-hmm. right. Where he sits on the corner. He, he shines like a megastar that he can be, but he he's allowed the, the, um, the rope, right. To learn, to really learn. Mm-hmm. and, I think that would help him immensely. Put the titles on for six months. Don't care. Whatever. I think that would really help him. You know, I know he wants to be portrayed as a babyface. I thought he got himself over in this match, came out to some booze, ended the night, right, mm-hmm. people cheering. That's big, and I think you're going to see more of that. I think, you know, I think they're doing a really good job so far with him and, and really kind of showcasing his athleticism and go, hey, listen, you can do a whole bunch of flips. Go do a whole bunch of flips. You know what I mean? We're not paying you to be a technical guy. Let's go out there and be a big spot fest. And I think it's working. Yeah. Testament to the Miz, though.
1: Good on him. He probably got paid a boatload for that match. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we had the United States Championship match, which was, you know, Bobby Lashley beats Theory. Four minutes and 42 seconds. One of the, this is actually the second longest match on the show, funny enough. Yeah. This goes 442. The co main event goes 434.
0: Oh, second shortest, you mean? Second shortest. Oh, okay. Sorry. They said second long. Yeah, second shortest. Second shortest Um,
1: match on the show. But yeah, Bobby Lashley wins. Kind of just decimates theory, and it's kind of over.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, though. The only thing I have questions about is, like, I don't like when they do this where they put your Money in the Bank guy in a feud for another championship. Because it's like, what? like yeah. if he's not going to win it back which he's not yeah. and then you go okay so now Bobby Lashley just beat the crap out of you so now i have to believe that if theory cashes in that anybody's going to be that he's going to be able to beat anybody yeah. cuz bobby lashley just beat him twice in 8 minutes yeah they do this
1: a lot with the money bank where yes. also they they do a thing where it's like i, I think i think theory's it. 0 and 8 since winning it and yes. like, like he gets losing like, all the time and i'm like i don't know why they do this thing where they lose all the time yeah. just to Brock cash beat in the crap out of
0: them. Rome beat the crap out of him rom beat the crap out of him i think drew beat the crap out of him like everyone just beat and i and i get it to the sense of like he's this young kid right that's got the big shiny toy mm-hmm. and he's clothing so he he gets this comeuppance right but he should still be winning matches like okay yeah. you have drew McIntyre kick his head off after he beats ricochet really? like you know what i mean something yeah. to that effect so it's very weird to me i don't i don't like it per se um i still don't think they have any real plans now that vince is gone too i don't know what the plans are in yeah. theory anymore i'm very in- interested to see yeah, that might be. That's a spoiler for later, Rob. Yeah, I love. I love the. Um, I do like Bobby Lashley remaining United States champion though. Mm-hmm. That that's good. Take fan
1: of that. Next up, we had the no disqualification tag match, which I don't like. If you would have, this was a big. If disappointment you if you told me. That this was a no regular DQ. tag match. Did you go, okay. I'd believe it yeah, because yeah. they did nothing. That was yeah. no disqualification in this match. Uh, you had the Mysterios beating uh, the Judgment, Judgment Day. Day, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor. Edge comes back and kind of screws out to Judgment Day, which so, is, you know. Cool. I think
0: the only reason why the no DQ thing was applied so, was because for Edge to come back yes. and screw them up. Because otherwise, if this was a regular tag match, and this is the way I would have preferred it, Judgment Day gets the win, which they should have, they needed it. hmm. Then have Edge come back and spear the crap out of them, right? And then either way, baby faces stand tall. Blah 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 blah. And then we roll into a feud with Finn and Edge, rather than having Edge cost them the match. So now they're losing, Mm -hmm. and they're still stand, and they get nothing. They get no heat back. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I
1: I was just like they were it was no dq and like dominic nothing. was just standing on the ring like yeah. waiting for a tag and i was yeah. like dog you can just jump in and attack uh-huh. and you're yeah, like, not going
0: to get 12 like it should yeah it should be like tornado fish. tag or yeah. something
1: yeah. no they're holding the ropes they're like they're holding the the string yeah. the tag, yeah, tag string yep. and i was like why you hold? Just go jump in and tag him. Right. What do you do? I qualified. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, that, I was, that was kind It didn't of make stupid. a lot
0: of sense you know, other than Edge coming out. That's the only reason why I can see it being no DQ. Because then my next question was, well, why wouldn't you have the Judgment Day win and then Edge come out? Yeah. Right? But, but like, you're setting up Edge costing it, which is fine. If this doesn't turn into, though, Edge and Finn, I'm going to be really upset because then there was no point to do this whole thing. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I kind of wanted Edge to spear the Mysterios afterwards too, because if you wanted to bring this whole Rated R Superstar thing back, I kind of wanted to see him come back and just be like his own mm-hmm. deal. You know what I mean? But that didn't happen for unfortunately. So this was the biggest disappointment for me was that match because I was like it makes no, the Mysterios didn't need the win because no one's doing anything with Dominic and Rey's Ray. Judgment Day needed a win mm-hmm. and they didn't get the win here. It didn't make any sense.
2: Yeah.
1: Nice. So we had Pat McAfee and Happy Corbin in their ten minute, thirty nine minute match. Pat McAfee wins. Uh, this was definitely a lot worse than that Pat McAfee theory match. Worse than him
0: and Cole. Worse than War, him in war Games. Yeah, pretty like
1: yeah, it was pretty much worse than all of those. Yeah. Um, Thought it was fine, and I don't even think it was like it wasn't even like normally you would say well obviously he's in the ring with Cole or Theory so like right. being in the ring with Corbin obviously is gonna be worse but I think it was Pat McAfee oh, yeah. who just messed up a couple spots Yeah, yeah. where I like, think
0: because because Corbin's a bigger dude
1: yeah I think the 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 balance was off a yes. little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he did the, the backflip spot and mm-hmm. kind of just stood there waiting for the dropkick to come in at one point. Mm-hmm. Then he does the jump up to the top rope yep. and just misses. It looked like he was just going to fall and die yeah, right. is what it really looked like he was going to do. Yep. And then Corbin had to like literally hold on to him while he yep. got his balance back. Yep. So like yep. there were just a lot of spots where like in the theory match, I think everything was just like it smooth and yep. fit and everything. Yep. This one it felt a lot more. It started hot. The yes. first like three minutes, yes. he, he looked really good. But then it was like, uh, I started going a little downhill from yeah, about the three I, or four. Once point. again,
0: it's another. It, people kind of always ask, you know, what the hell is Baron Corbin doing on my television screen? This is why. Because mm-hmm. Baron Corbin's a reliable hand, right? I don't think. you Here's the thing. I don't think you're ever going to go to a Baron Corbin match and be like, holy crap, that was a five star match. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, just from in ring quality, I'm not talking the, the storyline. But in ring quality, I don't think you're ever going to go to Baron, have a Baron Corbin match and be like, "Wow, that was the worst match on the card." It's, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just kind of he exists. He's a good, solid worker, right? I think him being as big as he was, I think through Theory or through McAfee off, right? You talk about Theory, relatively the same size. He's bigger than Cole, right? He he had to he couldn't do some of the flips and some of the stuff to Corbin because Corbin's a big dude, mm-hmm. you know. So it just felt a little bit off. Still a tremendous performance all the way through. Um the problem is because you know you're facing Corbin, there's
1: no way McAfee's losing. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's also like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Next up, so, so this this is the match. You talked about the Mysterio's match being the disappointing match for you. Yep. This match for me was a disappointing match yeah. for me. Only because I think like the how we talked the expectations were, expectations high. were high and this, yep. it did not meet anywhere yes. near what I thought expectations were. So we had the Raw slash SmackDown tag team title match. Yep. We had the Usos obviously beating the Street Profits because it's – Obviously going to be like that. Yeah. Um, With Jeff Jarrett's special guest referee, which was the one part I really liked when like early on he was yeah, just, like grabbing him and he yeah. just threw him to the ground. I was like, yeah. no, you are not going to do this. I was right. like, oh, yeah, I, like that. Yeah. I like that. That was fun. Yeah. Um, Doing enough
0: to get the referee over, but then allowing him to be like, he's in charge. He's not playing favorites, right? Yeah. And
1: then that's it. Like, yeah. That's all we had. That's least, all we're
0: doing. No 12 bumps. Didn't have Jeff hit a stroke or nothing. Like yeah. it was correct. all
1: it was a regular normal match. This match yes. only goes 13 minutes, though, which I mm-hmm. thought like they didn't have enough time. They didn't have enough time to get into another gear. It's just kind of like you could tell I I you could tell early on when Andrew Dawkins didn't tag out in the first like five or six minutes mm-hmm. that this match was going to be short. Yeah. Because like usually you get a nice like okay, they tag in and out, they do their mm-hmm. single spots together, and then the one the heel team takes advantage mm-hmm. for a while while yep. but like like montez didn't get to the ring till like six or seven minutes into this match and i was yep. like okay right, so this is gonna be like a 15 minutes of a 30 minute match yeah.
0: this match i think would have been fine if we didn't have the banger the month before and that yeah you probably I mean? that, that doesn't too. help either right where they set the bar really high and you go this is probably gonna be best match of the night and mm-hmm. then they only get 13 minutes and you the finish is fine right I personally think that we're going to see them split up. I
1: I, I would be like, shocked if on Monday like on raw. Yeah, yeah, I would be shocked on Monday if Montez because now you're at Andrew Dawkins back to back taking falls where Montez is like dog like what well, are you doing? You, kind saw, of
0: thing. you saw Montez get snippy with Jarrett on the pinfall. He's like, I'm still going to get it done even without like even because and I was like okay, and the the announcers really put that like yeah. oh he's really frustrated and they you know you did the close camera shots. I'm like and in my opinion, let's go. Yeah. I, I said this a couple months ago, even, where I was like, Montez Ford is a future world champion. You text me, go, just put the U.S. title on him now. Yeah. And I'm like, fine, sold to yeah. me. It needs to happen. I think he's going to turn. I think he's going to come out. Because he's an athletic freak, too, and he can talk, I think it's going to be pretty damn nice going mm. forward. So let's hope that happens. Yep. Our co-main cool event. and we need more tag teams for the Usos now, though. Yeah. Also, let me ask you this real quick, just before we get to the last two matches here. Usos. Greatest tag team in WWE history? Have they passed the New Day yet? Because they're gonna pass the. Blind. I was gonna say
1: they, they did say that. I would say probably in terms of like just two people yeah. doing what they do. Mm-hmm. I would say probably. I think the New Day is probably the best. Like. Act. collect act such yeah. faction ish yeah. thing right where like they three bird their titles and yeah. all like that in that sense i think mm-hmm. the new day as yeah you know the way you say is perfect like, as an act yeah the new day they're is probably tag the best team
0: act right but they're like they're they're gimmick, make, yeah. their gimmick their
1: yeah. gimmick as a tag team i yeah. think it's the best but yeah. i think in pure in terms of pure wrestling as a tag team yeah they're, they're probably the I best. I think this
0: run here has kind of cemented them, in my opinion, as, like, they're the best tag. Like, because yeah. the New Day was, like, the act was really over. They did both the heel and the baby face. But they also had the the legit, the lengthy runs, right, as mm. tag champs. I mean, their sex days, I mean, I think the New Day was, was 383. They're at 370. So they're going to pass it here in this next week. Mm-hmm. So, barring something catastrophic happening, right, they're going to be the longest tag champs in history. And you go, man. Longest tag champs in history. They have seven title reigns. It's not fifteen. It's seven, right? All pretty consistent, and they're just putting out. You just look list of accolades that they've got, right? You, yeah. know, you just go, man. It's
1: it's pretty damn hard. Yeah. And I, I would also say, and they're the first team to unify them. Too. Yeah, that also helps. Yeah, on the level too. When you just yeah. look in total of all companies, mm-hmm. I don't think we would put the New Day in that stratosphere where like FTR, the bucks and lucha bros are, I think the Usos, we always talk about where it's like, if Usos were a free agent, they would like, if you put everyone in a free agency pool and you're like, all right, who are your top five tag teams? It would be Usos mixed with a whole bunch of like eight, like FTR FTR and them. But I don't think the new day would, I mean, new day are in the top 10 in that category, but they don't don't sniff around that, you know, in that area. And I think the Usos would. So that's why I would, I would say the Usos are. Yeah. It's kind of crazy when you think about it, right? Like,
0: it's pretty rare era we're talking about here. I mean, you, there's a lot of great tag teams in the yeah. past. And yeah. And WWE has a
1: number number yeah. th- 2 or 3 probably yeah. next yeah. to
0: FTR. But yeah, and that's what's crazy just go damn.
1: Yeah, like if we say FTR is 1, I think yeah. Uso's and Bucks are probably 2 and 3 yeah, depending, d- depending, on, depending on which one you want rather. Oh yeah. And then Briscoes and Lucha Bros are 4 or 5 probably. I get behind now. Like Sounds I don't want, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah,
0: this match didn't get enough time, though. Uh, like I said, I, if they didn't have the month before, I think people would be like, that was a pretty solid match, mm-hmm. but it just never had another year.
1: It was, we were second gear all the way through. Yeah. Uh, co-main event, we had Liv Morgan defeating Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title. This was four minutes, 34 seconds. I loved
0: this finish. I loved yes. this finish because it, it you could tell that they don't want to give it back to Rousey, mm-hmm. and people were going to be pissed. This I don't know how you feel about this whole card. Felt like they were like, let's just give them what they want. Yeah, in for almost, the most part, yeah. Almost every baby face one, this whole show, right? Mm-hmm. Like you basically were just like, and I felt like this was the perfect way to get out of a bad situation of Rousey has the win, ref doesn't see it, right? Liv keeps the title, all that shit. Like there's just a lot of that where you go, okay. Rousey looked great. Yep. Live retains.
1: Everyone gets what they want. Yep. And we got out of here with with unscathed, basically. Yeah. yeah, I love the I love the ending of this match. I think the funniest part to me, and I text yeah. you this part, yeah. was so they went to So after the match, yeah. the commentators are like, oh what happened? Because yeah. like Cole's looking at one thing yeah So they, they do the review them. in the in the stadium yeah. like four or five times. And they're just replaying, replaying, replaying. And, like, it cuts back right after the last replay to the ref, who is watching the big board. (laughs) And Ronda's, like, pointing. There's no camera of me, but I'm pointing at the wall right now. It's like they were pointing at the screen. And he goes, I didn't see it. (laughs) I was like, what are you? You just watched it. I thought it was hysterical. But, you know. You're not going to overturn I, it. So. I think it
0: was one of those. I didn't see it at the time. Maybe, yeah, so I'm not going to overturn it. I didn't see your tap. Yeah, I didn't see her. Yeah, so get your shoulders. I also liked how the when they did the replays, the first replay, you don't see her tap. It's just Rondo's shoulder. Yeah. You go, how does this help? It's like the NFL stuff. Yeah. We're going to show this super far away one about yeah. a fumble, and then you're like, I can't see I the think, ball.
1: I think the only, I think like in the arena, it would yeah. be stupid. But I think because the commentator, because like Cole was like, "What okay, do you mean one? he didn't yeah, tap?" Yeah, so one, they yeah. showed the one because it was this, funny because they showed the one where they didn't see him tap, and then Graves is like, "No, no, 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 I need another angle." Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, well, because I think that one was too to show the referee's eyes. You could see the referee. You can see that, yeah, looking right. at the shoulders
1: directly, right. and then like the other angle was. the I almost thought they were not going to
0: go over that because she had the arm bar on, and then she lifted up. I go, uh, "Ronda's shoulders are." down and then they started counting i was like oh shit oh yeah there we we go go. yeah yeah i thought this was a really smart way to get out of it it's not the most satisfying finish in the world but Mm -hmm. i thought based on where they're at there you go we need to figure out a way to get out of this and able to turn ronda now
1: i think helps long term yes with all that so yep and we had our main event which is the one man we've been talking about how all these previous matches are just not as good as yeah or are way better than, than mm-hmm. the SummerSlam matches. This is the one exception to yes, the rule. I where this that. match, I wish, was mm-hmm. the WrestleMania main event. Yes, because this would have been so much better. Yeah. But we had Reigns, Brock, for the during the video package, they said like 12th time or something crazy. Yeah. And to to a really main good. event, a pay-per-view. They're really touting
0: it, was, it as being the last time, though. So I'm really hoping yeah. they kind of stick by that for yeah. a while.
1: And so uh, I think the scariest part for me in this match was the video package where they go through this whole like lesnar rants and then theory ends, comes, the theory in. comes yeah. in i was like oh theory's in the video package yeah, that can't be good yeah, it's never good it's never good when you have because even when you do a cash it's like even when like yeah. people like you know someone's gonna come out and cash in. like yeah. alberto del rio comes in and again cash- right. he's not in the video package yeah. no, 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 but was- you just know he's gonna come out and cash in right. like theory's in the package so i was like ah oh, here we go yeah but um this match is pretty awesome lesnar comes out second which i was like initially angry with and he comes out and he comes out with a giant tractor and i said okay that makes sense yeah and then they do all these it's just one of the most hard hitting matches like ever they're just throwing everything and everything at each other going through tables doing their whole thing i had one issue with this match and it's kind of like the i think the reason why
0: i don't enjoy the brock roman matches as much as i should Mm -hmm. okay why is it... And this is something that happens a lot, I think, in main event matches in wrestling as a whole. And it's starting okay. to become a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. Why is it that in that one match individually that Brock can be every person in God himself with the F5? One F5. Roman
1: in that match? Six. I right? so, Okay, so I take that... I know where you're going with this. Yeah. I take this as from a challenger's... I, yeah. I, so, I look at it as you're fighting for the most prestigious title. Yeah. So, you're going to do whatever. Like, yeah. you're going to, like, do more. It's going to yeah. take, like, everything out of you. Right. Like, I get, like, I think that's the biggest complaint people have with New Japan. Yeah. Is, like, when you watch, like, Okada Omega. Right. It's, like, 1,700 finishers. Yeah. But it's, like, Omega, like, the whole story they tell is, like, Omega will do literally whatever. So, he's, like, I'll take, like, seven Rainmakers. If it means right. I'm going to win. It, it might kill you, yeah. but he's going to do it. So, yeah. like, I think to try to, ex- like try to give you an answer to it of yeah. why it takes 17 f5s to finish someone yeah. it's because reigns doesn't want to lose his streak and yeah. then lesnar's like i will i want this title so bad that like yeah. i'll kick out of year seven yeah. Spears, Spears or war, like hit seventeen title hits, whatever yeah. it takes because I want this title so well, bad. It,
0: what's weird is it's like then, so like I feel like that should be the same case then for like when Cesaro challenges where he kicks out of a spear. Nope, he's done. Yeah, the spear, he's dead. Yeah. Like that's it. So like it's uh, only uh, certain guys, right, is. that do it, and it's so irritating me because like there are times like like Cena doing the U.S. Open challenge, right? He hits the FU or the edge whatever you want to call it, depending on the year, and. <laughs> And, like, every other guy, dead. Kevin Owens kicks out. And you're like, wait, what? what is happening? You know what I mean? And I know sometimes it helps sp- spread them out, but I wish they would just avoid doing that so much. You know what I mean? Like, rock Cena didn't need 18 attitude adjustments and 16 rock bottoms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was the only problem I had with this match. This was their best match. This was their best match, I think, in my opinion. Like, ever? Rock and Roman
1: i think this is their best match um i think it's up there with their 31 match yeah, I also, really I, i'll be it. honest so I, I can't differentiate all their SummerSlam matches yeah, so like
0: but and here's why i say that because this match was hard hitting but i also think they went and they went screw it i don't need we don't need to have them go out there for 20 minutes and wrestle mm-hmm. they went last man standing no rules we just need to throw as much crap at it as we can, right? They're going to hit each other with tables. They're going to hit each other with chairs. They're going to hit each other with the belt. They're going to – we're going to throw in a freaking tractor for whatever reason. Like, it was so entertaining, and it was just this chaotic ball of insanity that they just went, here, throw it in your face, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it masks the fact that – I don't think him and Roman, from a technical standpoint, work all that well. Him and Seth do. Roman and Seth works, right? Yeah. But But – it, it, they just don't because they're kind of the same person in the same match. So it's harder to do. I love this match. Was great. Biggest, b- best moment of the entire match for me was Paul Heyman taking that F5. I was like, there is no way in hell that Paul Heyman is going to take this F5 through the table. Because I'm like, all right, an Uso's going to have to come out here. Roman's going to, somebody's going to stop him. Right. And he just flings that fat motherfucker and he just throws him right to that table and i was like not and paul does not move you ever know no, he not doesn't move. move at all not a rest centimeter of the match and i was like god that just makes paul Heyman so great. I, great. I great I thought this match was great i thought this match was great i think they kept brock strong i mean they did everything possible to kill him and then some roman looked vulnerable to brock which he should yeah um the big spot with the ring and stuff. It just felt different, once again. It felt like they were trying to deliver a moment. And I felt like they delivered a moment. And I think at Clash of the Castle, you're going to see Roman and Drew McIntyre go 25 minutes and tear the house down.
1: That's my prediction. That's my prediction. That's my I, I don't disagree.
0: You think they made the right call, keeping it on Roman? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I've, I've been on that train. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Because, you know, thoughts on theory coming out, giving that you the That was scare. so funny. Ooh, and then immediately, everyone just kills him. Yeah. I was like, good. Yeah. Good. Like that's important. I also thought it was a nice touch that when Roman went and got the briefcase, he hit Theory again mm-hmm. to kind of be like stay down type. Yeah. Like Brock hits him, and then okay, he's like oh all right, at some point he's gotta get back up, right? Nope, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you here. Then he goes back to Brock. I thought this match was really, really, really well done. Um I mean I'm excited slash intrigued to see where they go with Brock after this, though. Mm-hmm. That'll be an interesting one. Because I do think they can still leverage his his star power. Mm-hmm. To give me another, you know, good feud without yeah.
1: having him be the champion. Yeah. So I'm all for it.
0: Overall, that was a solid show.
1: Yeah, it wasn't I that bad. I, thought it was a solid show. I think I think like I That's wanted cool. to rate it higher, but now when we go through it all, I'm like, yeah, I thought, yeah, it was, it's, I it's thought fine. It was, I
0: thought it was above average. Yeah. I, I thought, thought it above, was. Yeah. You know, I thought it was. Not, I don't think you're gonna go home outside of the main event. I don't think you're gonna write home about anything mm-hmm. where you go, wow, like I gotta go back and watch something. But at the same time, I would say they didn't they didn't have any really stupid booking decisions. Everything felt clean. It just felt like – and I think, too, with the impending changes that are going on in creative, I think everybody was like, all right, I'm really ready to give this a chance. And I think people walked in with a fresh coat of paint a little bit, and they were like, okay, let's just – all right, this is day one for us, right? Because yeah. everyone was like, man, Raw was so good. I go, I not think Raw was anything all that spectacular, but everyone's – Lose their mind because Triple H is in charge. Thoughts, Thoughts on Triple H, H before we swift over to AEW real fast. Thoughts on Triple H actually getting the book.
1: book. Perfect. Leave it
0: creative. Love it. Let's go. Let's yeah. see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm extremely excited. you good in NXC,
1: so we'll yeah. see what happens.
0: Uh, you know, it's one of those situations to me where I go, if nothing else, you know he's going to put some sort of value on the in ring product. Mm-hmm. And I think mean that's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, having, and I don't think we're going to see as many rematches because of this now, which is going to be good. And, and I think it's, it's going to definitely freshen definitely up the program, especially if they can go TV-14. Especially if they go I think that's something that's still not fully in concrete, concrete yet that I think could, could definitely, definitely overall really help shift the narrative. Yeah. All right, real quick, yeah. AW Trios titles. Thoughts? Were you excited? Did you pee yourself a little bit? Were you doing backflips? I love the design of the championships yep. themselves.
1: Thoughts? I, I did do a backflip down the stairs. Yeah, there you go. Kyle was not there to see it. But I so can't was, verify, no, you cannot verify, no, but and you, but it was very good, yeah. And I was very happy, yeah. I am, that is I'm what I've been waiting stoked. for for a long time, yeah. yeah.
0: At this point, though, we're good on titles now, right? Yeah, now, now okay. we can stop. Okay, with the, we can stop, yeah, okay, because we've yeah. got a lot. I mean, they've yeah. got what, how many world, TNT, all Atlantic tags, tags six man tags, six man tags, two women's women's and tbs they have seven championships right now yeah they do have a
1: huge roster when healthy Whoa. though
0: but yes and it, the ftw title for if that counts it for shits and gigs yes that's a lot that's a lot of that's a lot of championships um all right just wanted to again, bring that out there looking forward to that tournament we'll break that down and preview it um when we actually get the tournament bracket so mm-hmm. that'll be good all right afc south positional rankings we we'll gonna bring back kyle here uh, yeah, kyle talked, you're gonna talk about wrestling so kyle can actually speak now I mean, you could have um, you could have been speaking this whole time if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, you could have you could have secretly been watching SummerSlam. It
1: <laughs> would have been fun.
3: But you probably wouldn't have been very informed.
1: <laughs> My, Kyle was just like, "I like that." I don't oh, know. Next time we do predictions, you're gonna be on though. Yeah. Because okay. I really liked when you were just like, "I just think, uh, what's his name, Cody? Yeah, yeah. he's gonna win." <laughs> I
0: thought it was a good time. Kyle's the Miz of our group.
3: That's <sighs> yes. Yeah, <he's> Miz, <laughs> bringing that Miz. analysis that you were just probably never think of because, yeah, we're, exactly. because we're we're too deep
0: into Listen, the product i will it'll never ever be forgotten biggest free agent acquisition jared <gasps> oh, cook that was the best <laughs> the best 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 things ever happened on this show is right there yeah awesome all
1: right so we're
0: gonna Did we have kyle on when michigan beat ohio state or was he not i m- we must have we had, we you had, had to have you. had
1: you did we have you on i think oh, i man. think your i think your heart might have stopped so maybe not maybe that's why i think he was in a coma that day we definitely well, had you on after the big 10 title win yes Yes, that yeah, because we predicted you, them in Georgia. Yeah. And all that no, stuff. you must have been there because I remember you were like, I don't know if they could be Iowa. Me and Rob were like, you're yeah, going to be Iowa. Yeah, because <laughs> you were like, you like,
0: I don't want to go to home So I go, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> I go. Even <laughs> I'm on, pretty sure you were. I'm on. the most pessimistic fan ever when it comes yeah. to Michigan. I was like, come
1: on. Yeah, go. I'm pretty sure you were. We were all. Yeah, I think you were. We were all here for those yeah. like three weeks. All right, let's
0: talk about it though. Uh, AFC South um positional rankings guys we've been doing this every single week training camp in full effect can't wait to talk more lions um as we kind of start to see the roster shake out a little bit we start to see hard knocks lots Mm. of stuff to talk about lions why but let's start afc
1: south mike um do you know who's in the afc south yeah can you give me the four teams michael or
3: kyle (laughs) couldn't tell you a single team
1: all right perfect so team right there is there probably is a cat (laughs) team there's a good chance uh, all right, so the four teams we're talking about today are the Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, and Indianapolis Colts. Oh boy! Just to catch Kyle up. There you go. He, he definitely you. just looked it up too. Oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna tell you all the people
0: in here. Don't worry, it's okay. You don't have to. Do yeah. So research.
1: okay, Kyle. So you haven't been here, and yeah. I, but we know you listen, so I'm just gonna give you a quick overview of what yeah, we yeah. do just here, just in case you've missed just it. Just in case so you far. miss a week or two. Of course. So we go through, and I give the position. Like we'll go like quarterback, running back. And we go through all four teams. I give you all the names and their projected food, starters. And their projected starters. And then we rank from one to four how you would rank the. Right. position. So we rank groups. the quarterback
0: group. Okay. So like, okay, we like the you know. So for the NFC North, right? Like, okay, Rogers would be one, Cousins two, Jared Goff three,
1: Justin Fields, Justin four. Fields whoever four. that quarterback is is right. four. And
0: then we go rank overall offense. Then we go to the defense side, rank overall defense, and then just basically give a general. Okay, based on this from a roster perspective, who's, who's the, the best, best team?
1: team? Yes. So, you, you, you just got picked for the AFC South because okay, you yeah. came this week. This should be pretty Last easy. week, it would have been AFC East and you would have got to yeah. cream over. Uh, I, I do I do you like anyone from the AFC East? Who's in the AFC East? Perfect. Oh, so that's what we like to hear. Okay, well, let's get this started. The
0: show is just <laughs> meteorically
1: dropping. <laughs> anyway, so. Good all right, shot. so quarterback groups. So, Houston Texans have Davis Mills Ooh. and Kyle Allen, if you want the second guy. No. Um, Indianapolis that. Colts have Matt Ryan and Natty Nick Foles. Ice. Matty Ice. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence. That's G-O. the only guy we're going to name in that group. And <laughs> and the Tennessee Titans have Ryan Tannehill. Ooh, And Malik Willis. And Malik Willis, as a for those third for those three Lions fans right who now.
0: still think that we should have drafted him in the first round. Um, All right, we'll start with Kyle for
1: this one. Kyle, yeah. how
3: do you feel about the quarterbacks of this group? Well, Houston. I'm not gonna comment on that, because um, you don't know who Davis is. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've, I've like seen, but um, I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, I know Michael's a big fan, but God. I'm not. Listen, so you're not. You're I, not. <laughs> no. I don't think, be, no, well,
0: I think start that we. Kyle starts a sentence and thinking you're gonna go one way, and then he <laughs> goes, never mind. He go, takes it a
3: complete other left turn. You go. Oh, was not expecting that. But I am interested in the uh, the Indianapolis experiment. Yeah. After what happened last year. That yeah. could be a, a sleeper team or they could suck. What do I know? I don't know why you have <laughs> just, me talking. But... God. Oh, God. We'll have Kyle go third after yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. that a good <laughs> idea. So I can just agree with him.
1: I, so. I
0: think this is pretty straightforward, though, quite frankly, in my opinion, right? Like, I think it's Matt Ryan as one. I think it's Tannehill, two, as of right this moment. Yeah. I think it's Lawrence, three, and I think it's Davis Mills, four. Lawrence, I,
1: I expect. Lawrence has the most potential of the four. Yes.
0: Yes. But I think Trevor Lawrence this year especially, I think you're going to see a lot of people talk about, and we've been hearing Dan Campbell a lot, talk about the jump from year one to year two, right? Mm -hmm. I think out of Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Mac Jones, Fields, I think Lawrence is going to have by far the biggest jump from year one to year two strictly because Urban Meyer's not his head coach. Mm -hmm. Like, I cannot impair how big of a change that's going to be to have Doug Peterson there, quarterback-friendly guy, right? He's an offensive dude. I think he's going to help Trevor Lawrence a ton. It, 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 you know, ETN's back. Got Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Agnew. You got P- Chenault. You got pieces there, too. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're going to see a much more improved Trevor Lawrence
1: this season. Yep. All right, running back groups. We got Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead for the Houston Texans.
0: Oh, so wait, that's not the Colts team. <laughs> I forgot these on Texas
1: now. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. Got Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. God, they have even they Jacksonville Jaguars have Travis Etienne and uh, James Robinson, and obviously we have Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hillard playing for the Tennessee Titans. Boo! This was a really, funny. only Derrick Henry though It's really yeah. the only name you yeah, need there, right. and sad. I guess. Hassan, Haskins, Hassan plays Haskins, when they need a
0: yard, Kyle's like Hassan Haskins. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're going not... to give one. When it's on fourth and one. They're going to give to Hassan Haskins, not okay. Derrick Henry. They're so I, to I think Haskins. it's
1: pretty clearly a Houston's four in this one. Yes, because I don't like either one of their no. running backs very much. No, um, I After think that you... though. It's it's I think it is tough. So think. so I think Derrick Henry has to be one, but no. I think it's funny because Jonathan Taylor's such a close two. No, I but I think the room of Travis think... Etienne and James Robinson. Is better than collectively the ones of each. Yeah, but I think the Colts have the best room. I, I do Naheem that because Hines, I think yeah. Naheem Hines asked that. Yeah. So I think it goes Colts one. Yes. Derrick Henry, I think is, is better than the room of yes, Jacksonville. I agree with that. And yeah. then Jacksonville's three, and Houston's yes. four. Yeah, I'm with there. Yeah.
0: I think I think it's hard to knock Derrick Henry off the pedestal as still being probably the best running back. I know Jonathan Taylor had a great year, but mm-hmm. we've yeah. got some longevity in Derrick Henry now. And when you are the literal entire offense for a team. Like, I know Jonathan Taylor became that at the end because Carson Wentz is booty butthole. But, I mean, Derrick Henry, it's third and seven. I mean, maybe we just run a stretch play to Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the Tennessee offense. Tannehill has gotten paid off of Derrick Henry's success. Yes. So I think it's its very hard to overlook that.
3: Yeah. I agree with you, Michael. <laughs> but, 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 okay. but, 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 okay. but I, I, I will predict that uh, Jonathan Taylor's going to win the MVP this year. Ooh. That's my running, back yeah, running back uh-huh. MVP. Yeah, he would if you Kyle, if you would
1: play fantasy with us mm-hmm. and you had the number one pick, Jonathan Taylor is the uh,
0: probably guy. Yeah. I got him last year in the second round of my fantasy. Draft. I,
1: I think he was picked like fourteenth in our fantasy <laughs> draft too. Is that
0: crazy? So just a so lot I didn't mean,
1: think he would translate. You know, a lot of Wisconsin running backs have
0: not over mm-hmm. the years. Like they just didn't, you know, yeah, Monte Bell and all uh, ball was uh, a Mon-Ball. Beast at Wisconsin yeah. and it got to the pros and was awful. So it's yeah. Ron Dane, that's another big one.
1: All right, uh, Houston wide rec- wide receiving group. This oh this is just kind of your expertise, Kyle. You're you're a wide receiver out here. Colts are gonna be far and away four in this one. <laughs> it's terrible. So uh, Houston has Nico uh, Michigan legend Nico Collins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks and Philip Dorsett. Yeah, they not they don't have uh, Mechie. Mechie got diagnosed with cancer last mm-hmm. uh, this week, so he's gonna be out for the season. Yes. Oh, it's apparently super treatable though. So yeah. Right. Damn. Um, Colts have Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce, and Paris Campbell. Yep. A lot of potential. Jackson, a lot of potential on that one. Jacksonville Jaguars have Zay Jones, Marvin Jones Jr., and Christian Kirk. And it's then if you great. want to add uh, Larry Chenault yeah. or Jamal Agnew in there as wide yeah. receivers, that is fine also. I
0: forgot they signed Zay Jones, too, to a massive contract. Massive contract. contract. Him like, and Kirk, both yeah, massive 84 deals. million dollars for Christian Kirk. And
1: then the Tennessee Titans have Robert Woods, Nick westbrook Ekinin. And Traylon Burks. Oh
0: man, I'll bet better with that look with AJ Brown in there. Yes.
1: Good lord. So, um, so Jags are one. So Jags are one. Yeah. They spent a lot of money, and I think it's worth it because I think they <laughs> yeah. got the best room. Yeah. Um, I I don't think it's wrong for me to say that I think probably Houston. I think Houston too. Because I think Brandon
0: Cooks is by far the best receiver out of the rest of the people in this entire. Like At, the outside of Jacksonville, yeah, outside. That's yes, right. Like he's yes, the so best yes. receiver. Like he's the he would be the number one for the Colts.
1: He would be the number one for Tennessee. Yes, and then I, between the Colts and Titans, mm-hmm. I would say Colts. Yeah, because I think I like Pittman more than Traylon Burks or Robert Woods. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone from the Titans are all twos mm-hmm. or threes. Like Robert Woods was a three for yeah. a hot minute when Odell yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. Traylon Burks, who know he has big hands. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. And then I don't know who's Nick Westbrook. Yeah. kind no. kindness. Yeah. I, I've never heard of him. So uh-huh. um, I would I would put Colts 3, Tennessee 4 yeah. in that one. Yeah.
0: The Colts, like, I was so high on Paris Campbell as a prospect. like were very like, high. Very high on him. And it has not worked out at all. I don't understand why. I know he's been banged up like crazy, which has not helped. Alec Pierce, another speedster, their first pick of their draft because they didn't have a first-round <laughs> pick from Cincinnati. He's supposed to help. They need a one, though. Mm. Like, I was surprised that they didn't push to go sign a guy like Julio Jones. Like, like a guy, guy like West with Matt Ryan especially, where you go, all right, that's my guy, and then let everybody else just run underneath. Mm-hmm. I just was surprised that you know they didn't try to push for that.
1: Kyle, absolutely no comment on this one. Yeah, man, my my receiver guy has no comment. That's
0: he's like Nico Collins is good for us. So <laughs> <laughs> he did catch a touchdown or two. too. He's just not very
1: fast. That's the biggest problem yeah. with Nico Collins. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not just a, a big body yeah. guy. Um, all right, tight end groups here. We have <laughs> good luck on this one. <laughs> Houston, we have Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan, baby. Yeah. Uh, the Colts have Mo Alley-Cox. Ooh. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have Evan Ingram. Oh, no, he had a one-year deal. I forgot. Jeez, and, they just signed everybody. And they? Tennessee Titans have Austin Hooper. Okay, so I'm going to... I would have named you backups, no, but these no backups I don't really know. No one so, cares. I think on pure skill, I think Evan Ingram's one. Evan Ingram's one for me, so Jacksonville gets the one there. I think Austin awesome Hooper's, Hooper's two. Too. I'm
0: surprised Cleveland let him
1: go. I guess when you sign. Uh, Najoku, too, is such a big deal, yeah, he probably he can't keep both. Him. Yeah, but he was a big deal for them two years and ago. And then Mo Alley Cox from the Colts is three, and Brevin, Brevin Jordan, Jordan is who I've never really. Cut? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? He's four. <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of strong debate on that one. Everyone's so,
0: like, "Everyone's like, wait, Wiley well, Cox is the starter?
1: It's like, yep, yep. sure it is." Yikes. All right, offensive lines going from left tackle to right tackle here. Okay, That's Kyle, something. pay attention. How many of these guys can call an a name? <laughs> oh, That's the God. fun game. All right. oh, Houston, Houston, left tackle, right tackle. We got Laramie Tunzel, yep. Kenyon Green, who's their first-round pick, yep. Justin Britt, A.J. Cann, Titus Howard. It's not actually a bad. Not offense, really no. that bad it's when you're not kind of bad. Talking There's
0: about a lot of young guys. Tunsil's a
1: good left tackle. Uh, you really can't be super upset about that
0: offensive line, yeah. quite frankly.
1: Uh, the Colts left there tackle, running backs, but <laughs> Matt Pryor, left tackle, Quentin Nelson, left guard, Ryan Kelly, Danny Pinter, and uh, Braden Smith.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad one. Braden Smith's old. He's like 34. Uh, Their interior is fantastic. They have never been able to secure the tackle spots, though. They've just not. Like, everyone talks about
1: Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly. Their tackles are just. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars. We got Cam Robinson, left tackle. Tyler Shatley, left guard. Luke Fortner, who's their rookie third-round pick from this year. Uh, Brandon Sharif, the right guard. And then Jawan Taylor, right tackle. It's okay. I thought it'd be better actually on paper, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And then the Tennessee Titans got uh, Taylor Lewan, left tackle; Aaron Brewer, left guard; Ben Jones, center; Nate Davis, right guard; Dylan Radnews, Oh, rad news! Yeah, right tackle. My bad. Got some old guys on Tennessee. So this is not easy. I would say Houston's number one. I think Houston's I, offensive I like Houston's line. Offensive they line. don't
0: have a drop off anywhere no i think it's all like like good if Kenyon
1: green is good yeah i think your worst player is probably aj can at right guard and that's kind of the same thing with the lions where you're like i guess vitae's your worst yeah and when you have like i guess he's your worst and they're all like good Mm -hmm. i mean that's a pretty good spot to be in so i'd have houston one i would have colts two because of their interior like quinn nelson by himself just is better than tennessee
0: yeah Nelson and Kelly
1: both. And then Jacksonville's three, because I like Brandon Schreef and Cam Robinson and stuff. Yep. And honestly, I'm not like not even gonna joke with you, Tennessee. I haven't heard a single one of these guys. Well, oh, so. the one, you know, it's a Michigan guy. Yeah. Like, you know, but I mean uh um, But they're not like
0: names that are like no, ben out there. Jones when... is old, like they're they're very old. And yeah. it's kind of crazy to me. Like, they, they lost Saffold, which is a big loss, right? Roger right. Saffold, the guard. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, I mean, it's okay. But I, I wouldn't say any offensive line is phenomenal. Done. But I, I wouldn't say, say none of those offensive lines done. are, like,
1: putrid. Right. Like yeah. Bottom. yeah bottom. Like they won't be, like, in the 30s. Exactly. So they'll be, like, mid-20s, if anything. All right. All right, Pretty so good. those are the offenses. We'll start with Kyle on this one. Kyle, how would you rank the offenses of the AFC South? After hearing all the names, going through all the teams.
3: A lot of people have never heard in my life. Um, Perfect.
1: It's a good start. Didn't
3: hear a lot of star power. Not a lot not of star really, power, which is weird. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's why we did this division. The defense, I think,
0: is going to be more interesting. Yeah, yes. As a, as
3: a person who is uh, not an avid NFL watcher, just a more of a casual watcher, you have fooled me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. A lot of people have never heard before, but okay. I I like the uh, the uh, Indianapolis offense with Pittman. See how that goes with Matt Ryan. Okay. As you said with Jacksonville and there's you know, I just am happy that. Um, Irvin has gone because <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was that was so funny yes, but Irvin yeah, yeah, he, Meyers was, was a wild time you probably will, worst NFL coach in history yeah. so you're probably, it's you probably know, not close it's pretty rough. see yeah. that going a different direction but other than that I mean
0: we did a very thorough process yeah does Shad Khan uh, on like Kermit the Frog when he talks <laughs> <laughs> he does we did a very thorough process the process was th- he said
1: that 12 times when yeah. they were talking about yeah. I know um, yeah uh, I mean you it's know you know what's funny for me is so my preconceived notion coming in yeah. is at least from an offense perspective that I thought Houston would be by far worst. Yeah, I think if Tennessee didn't have Derrick Henry, they would be the worst. They would be the worst. And it's not even that close. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not. Derrick Henry adds so much to the team though yeah. that it's like almost unfair to say that Houston's better. <laughs> yeah. but it's like I would honestly not even hate saying that Tennessee is four offensively. Yeah.
0: Because Tannehill's not good. with the
1: asterisks of like Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry, right? And then Houston being three. Yeah, the
0: receiving core is the
1: worst. Yes, um,
0: their offensive the line, line is fine. Yeah, it's met, and they don't have a great tight end. Austin fine. He's not, but like they don't do anything where you go. Holy, what are you game planning for? It's Derrick Henry, Henry and schmucks. That's yes. what it is. You lost. If AJ Brown was here, I think it's a different conversation. Yes, absolutely. Because then you get like you have the best yeah. receiver in the division. So. I think a little bit of it too is that I don't think either one of us are particularly high on Traylon Burks mm-hmm. either. Like I don't see him as a one for one replacement. Like I think they're taking a very big gamble and be like, no, 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 we're just gonna. Just replace AJ Brown yeah. just like that. That I don't see happening. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of was. I'm. I still kind of would lean towards Indianapolis. I don't like the receivers a lot, but I think Matt Ryan alone, I think brings so much to them from a like a composure. Like he can. He's been able to work with a lot of less. Yeah, you know. What so I you think Colts would be
1: one? I'm gonna have Colts one, Jags two. Um, probably. Oh God. Like I feel like I feel like yeah. it's weird. Uh, see, it's good because we're not homers for any yeah. of these teams. Yeah. yeah, right. But like, as an objective stance, I think Houston, yeah. from a paper standpoint, could yeah. be three because yeah. we like yeah. the if receivers. Davis Mills alone,
0: takes a step too. Yeah, uh, maybe they're cooking faster than people think that they are. Yeah. Lovey Smith's a terrible. Now coach, I think when we, so we go I defense,
1: know. I think defense is gonna be far away. Texas would probably yes. be four. Yeah. But I think from an offensive standpoint, and and kind of like how the lines are really where you really go offensively. You can see stuff, yeah. and then you look at most of the defense, and, you and you go, maybe uh, and a lot of young guys be
0: a lot really good. Yeah. yeah. So I think Houston's yeah. in
1: that same kind of boat where I, I think QC three, and then times he's four yeah. offensively. Um, it's weird to say that with uh, with Derrick Henry. And here's the thing.
0: Everyone's like, well, you got Derrick Henry on tail, but yeah, but you don't have anybody to throw to right now. You have nobody you can throw to.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay. So those are the offensive rankings. We will hit Isn't into. Isn't that weird we, to think that we just
0: basically ranked the, the number one seed in the AFC last year as the fourth best offense in their division?
1: Yikes. Yeah. Well, Woo. that's why when you lose AJ Fouts, that does though. It's I, yeah. I, I. Like you can't like that was a terrible trade. Yeah, but like like the Lions can't lose Calvin Johnson and then yeah. go. Oh yeah, they're still the top yeah. team. Like you can't yeah, you, you can't can do like that. Yeah. or you but can like, or Green Bay's going to lose Devonte Adams. And be like, oh yeah, they're by far the yeah, best. They're the best
0: receiving court in football. So you, you no, no you, they work. don't. Yeah. So.
1: I, I don't think it's like such a stretch to say that, but mm-hmm. all right, defenses. So excited for Lions football this year. Uh, Houston, we have wow. Houston, we have. Yeah, this, this is so not wow. going to be good. JJ Watt's not on. Kyle, the team talk anymore. about people you haven't heard. I haven't heard of any of these oh, people boy, either. Here we go. Houston, we have jo- Jonathan Gr- uh, Grenard, Roy Lopez, Malik Collins, and, heard Malik Collins, and Ogbonnia. Oh, okay, it's just. From the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a long name. Okay. All right, Rob, you want to? Okay. That fourth okay. from the bottom, or fourth from the top?
0: Okay, let's see. Uh, okay. Ooh, wow. Uh, Caro. Oh boy. Yeah, that's not. That's not good. Okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We collectively
1: we don't know who he is. Double O's. Yeah. He's. We'll he's, he's yeah, double O. Yeah. So. Starting defense end came from the Rams. Feel bad not knowing his name, but that's a long name. came that... for the
0: Rams, but he didn't play for the Rams because
1: I never heard of him. I watched a lot of Rams games last year. I had a
0: highly vested interest in <laughs> the Rams last year. Yes.
1: Um, are we counting? Okay, where do you want to put the Leo? Are we putting the Leo spot on the D-line? If you have a can. Leo spot? Yeah, you can. Or is he a linebacker, technically? Probably
0: linebacker, actually, I would say.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because the Colts play with the Leo, so yeah, it's yeah. yeah All right. right. Michigan be... legend Quiddy Pay out here. Defense end for the Colts. We got well Grover Stewart, nose tackle. DeForest Butner, defensive tackle. That's your Colts D line right there That's pretty nice uh, Jacksonville Jaguars We got uh, Roy Robertson Harris Malcolm Brown And uh, Floy Alonso Fatukasa Oh okay from the Jets, I, I there's yeah. another guy who has yeah. a really long name who's a linebacker who I really like. I actually know. I actually know his name. I really AS AS wanted
0: him to be a lion, yes. and then they paid him a bolt but of money. Is, they poured
1: like fifty-four million dollars. Yeah, like, that's, that's the that's the Jacksonville Jaguar D line, and then the Tennessee Titan D line. We got Denico Autry, Tier Tart, Jeffrey Simmons, and Bud, or Bud Dupree is a linebacker. So just the three. Yeah, Jeffrey so, Simmons, I would, so I've
0: got Colts one, Tennessee two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's a Jacksonville, Jacksonville three, three, Houston yeah. four. Jackson, that's, Houston four strictly because I've never heard of any of
1: those guys. No. Not even one. Not even one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Linebacking grooves here. Uh, Houston Texans, we got Christian Harris, weak side linebacker. Yep. Christian Christian Kirksley, middle linebacker. Yep. And Garrett Wallow, back. strong side linebacker.
0: Oh, do you understand the time you get a starter over there? Damn. He's a backup? No, he's a backup strong side linebacker. Oh, okay. That's fine.
1: Uh, Ch- Colts. The Leo we got, uh, Ngakwu from yep. the Vegas Raiders, yep. Shaquille Leonard, Bobby. That's that's that's
0: um like the good Leonard by the way, like.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That's uh Darius Leonard. Yeah, they right. changed his so, first so name. Just so yes, everyone's yes, clear, yes. like
0: he's going by Shaquille now, but yes, Shaquille because Leonard. that's his middle name or something like
2: that. But yes. anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you got Nikaku, uh Darius Leonard yep. for most people, and then we got Bobby Ike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a middle linebacker yep. listed? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars here. Josh Allen, outside linebacker, Devin Lloyd, weak side linebacker, flo Foyaside, Oloy Khan, middle yeah. linebacker, and Trayvon Walker, outside linebacker. That is a really good linebacker for Jacksonville. Yeah. Especially
0: because Josh Allen and Trayvon are probably gonna be rushing. Yeah. That's a really good set of guys. And
1: then Tennessee Titans, we got Bud Dupree, outside linebacker, David Long inside linebacker, Zach Cunningham, inside linebacker, and Harold Landry, the third outside
0: linebacker. That's actually a really good set of guys too um
1: i put jacksonville one jacksonville one i don't think I mean, they have a weak the thing, spot there because
0: josh allen's a legit dude mm-hmm. like he's a legit guy um Trayvon I, walkers their number one pick so yeah, he's gonna have to gotta do be the guy um i think two is tennessee
1: two is I, tennessee i think
0: three is the colts, colts which is crazy because darius leonard's so good yeah their other two spots are just
1: meh uh uh-huh. um and then houston's four yeah, that was, that, Houston's that is, defense is going to be rough to watch. Rough. And then uh, secondary. Yikes. We got Houston. We got Steven Nelson, Eric Murray, Jalen Petrie, who got drafted Ooh. in the second round, like and Derek Stingley Jr., who got drafted in the first round. Yep. So that's Over
0: you. Sauce Gardner.
1: Over Sauce Gardner. Isn't controversial?
0: Not, Derek Stingley hasn't had a good season in two years. Whatsoever. Kyle
1: shaking his head. He's not controversial. He, is, no, he didn't
0: play for Michigan. He don't care.
1: Yeah, He watched Sauce Gardner play. He knows what good Sauce Gardner is. What do you play for? Remember? Come on. Hey, <laughs> bro. It's look good. at him. He just glazed. He <laughs> like glazed <already. laughs> he really He's like glazed. He really is. I talk He's like, I, like, I, I just want to talk, talk about, Bish Michigan. Anyway, I want to talk about stuff Sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, Colts here. We got yeah. uh, left corner. We got Isaiah Rogers. Safety, Nick Cross. Other safety, Julian Blackman. Right corner, Stephon Gilmore. That was their big, big splash signing was Stephon Gilmore. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars. Tyson Campbell. Rashawn Jenkins. Andre Sisko, Shaquille Griffin from Seattle. Not the one with one arm like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know, it's just funny though. Okay, keep
1: going. And then uh, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, left corner, Christian Fulton. Oh. Safety, Amani Hooker. Free safety, Kevin Bayard. Right corner, Caleb Farley. It's not bad. I like no. that one too, quite a bit. That's all of them. Tennessee's one for me. Yeah. Um,. Colt's probably Colt's are two. two, Jacksonville's three, Tennessee's four. Tennessee's
0: defense. Even when – so, like, I like Petrie and I like Stingley. Like, the, the fact that they, they, they made a concerted effort to help the secondary. Yeah. They are relying so much on Lovey Smith's defense to be able to be like, let's just not let them score 80 points. And yeah. And maybe we have – the problem is this is why people are so down on Houston. Their defense is so bad, mm-hmm. and you're relying on two guys in your secondary to play big snaps for you. In addition to – you have no stars. You have – Not a single guy on your defense where you go, oh, that's a, that's a, like, at least they had J.J. Watt at one point, right, where you could go, okay, J.J.'s going to give us a little bit of a pass rush, we just got to hold on Mm -hmm. in the secondary. You have none of that, and you're expecting Davis Mills in an offense that's not great to keep up and score 35 points a game. It's just not realistic. That's why Houston's going to be bad. I don't even think it's going to be because Davis Mills is bad. That's what uh, the notion is. Mm -hmm. I think it's just because you have no talent defensively, like, None. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in terms of total defense, Houston's good by God, far and away. For they're probably the
0: worst. They're probably gonna be the worst defense in the league.
1: Probably. Like um, I don't want to say that, but they probably are. I would be. So I'm kind of conflicted. I really like. Actually, I'll put Colts one, but I'm I really like Jacksonville's defense. Colts are gonna be interesting this year. You lose the Eberflus, so you have a new defensive play caller, right? Mm-hmm.
0: That's gonna be interesting. Um, Jacksonville. I am so hard on Jacksonville because I want to believe that they're on the right path. Mm-hmm. But every time I say that and I look at the roster, I go, this should be one of the best teams in football and they're always 3 and 13 and you go, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm with you though. I like I like you, I don't think you can put the Colts any
1: lower than one because they had the best defense in the league last year.
0: A best yeah. scoring defense. Well, they like, yeah, their front really
1: seven's great. really good in yeah. a collective. The secondary's fine, but their yeah. front seven's really good.
0: Bringing in Gilmore to really lock down one side, yeah. I think helps quite a bit. They have a decent safety play. Um, yeah, I would say Colts one, Tennessee or I mean Jacksonville two, but that's a big on.
1: I'm really high on your potential. Yes. Tennessee's three, because
0: Tennessee's got a really good defense at times. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then Houston's Texas four, are just yeah. Brutal. So in totality, when you rank these AFC South teams, I think Houston's a clear four. Yeah. Um, because their offense was three, defense is four. But yeah, Tennessee's the, three. Tennessee's three, in my opinion. Yeah. And then I think I think Colts are one. I think it's really what it really is to me like most of these divisions is mm-hmm. Colts are one Houston's four. And then it's kind of, do you they like come. Tennessee or Jacksonville? Right. It's kind of how yep. I see it, but I pick Jacksonville over yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, I think yes. Jacksonville's a
0: higher ceiling. Yes. So I think Tennessee is probably going to be a more consistent team, which is probably why they finish higher than Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The Colts are still a weird team to me. They're a team where I look at it and you go, they should be pretty good, but I feel like they're going to underwhelm you again, and then you're just going to be like, John Bell, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's it, though, guys, for the ASC South. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it now. I'll skip past all the pleasantries. Ranking all 87 Big Ten teams. No, we're not talking USC and UCLA. They're not here yet. So we got what, 14 teams, Mike? There are 14 teams. All right, Mike, set the
1: stage for us. Okay. Now, do you want do you want to do a quick little Michigan-Michigan State dive in before we talk these teams, or nah, you want to do it nah, we'll when we, when we, we talk hit them? them. Yeah, we'll do okay. So if you've listened to this show before, what we do is I have a list here of – all the Michigan, all, all the Big Ten all teams, teams, all teams. the Michigan teams, <laughs> all both of them. Um, we have all of the Big Ten teams here listed. Are 14 of them, and I have one through 14 listed here. I'm going to hit a random number generator, and we're going to take turns inserting whatever number you get, and you have to pick a team that fits oh, in there. God. And you're going, we're going to try our best. Not influenced by the other two people on the panel here. Yep. We're gonna try to do our best to fit this one through fourteen ranking. Yeah, you to justify your position, we have to justify our position. Yeah. So, if you get if you like this first number could be seven, oh you have God. to put a team right at seven and justify That's why you so think they're God. at seven. That's so, so good. I think we all have kind of like a list of our idea of like where our top five six are, what yeah, the bottom that, teams are. Crappy. I think there's a there's a good like four through like ten where it's like. It's all it's, the, uh, there's yeah. a lot of teams in there, God but we're gonna do our best. Kyle, we're gonna start with you because you are the um, th- I want to say visitor, but you're the <laughs> you're the guest. That's the best way to put it. You're the guest here. So I'm going to random. Uh, we have one through 14. Rob can attest. It's yep, just set one to 114. 14. Yep. So I'm going to hit the generate button and whatever number you if get. If it's one, it. I'm gonna just be so pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna be so pissed. All right, ready, Kyle? Yeah. All right, Kyle gets. Two.
3: Ooh, boy.
1: who oh, are you putting at number two? are at two?
3: In the whole Big Ten? It's yeah. Big Ten. The number two team in the whole Big Ten will be the Michigan Wolverines, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. I can't
0: believe you did it.
3: And the justification is that they're going to – I That's mean, it I hurts. It hurts. It hurts to say, but they're going to get destroyed. They're going to get bent over. They're going to get bullied in Columbus for the last game of the season. And it's, as sad as it is for me, as much as I hate them, it's going to be really bad.
0: So let me let me ask you this, though, because I, I – as a Mr. Negative Nelly when it comes to Michigan football because they piss me off every year, why? But, like, I mean, you lose – okay, you lost your four best players on your team last year, right? Like, straight up. You lost Haskins, you lost Hutch, you lost Ojabo, you lost um, Dax. But – your receiving core has never been deeper in the last since Harbaugh has basically been here, right? You have potentially, you know, if it's McNamara, you know, you can win games with him. McCarthy's probably got a higher upside. You got two really good running backs. Your offensive line is pretty stacked still. You have young guys in the secondary, which should be a strength for you. I'm surprised you have them still getting dist- like I don't have them going to Ohio State and beating Ohio State, but I'm not necessarily taking them out of like saying they can't win that game. It's I, I mean looking at their schedule they could be undefeated going into that season
3: or into that game. Mm-hmm. Well, when I look at the game last year, yeah, I still even even after watching it, I still I still believe that Ohio State was a better team, and I just think they just were not at all prepared for what Michigan was bringing for that game and the environment and. So I think the mentality that they're going to have, kind of like how Michigan had last year, mm-hmm. is that they're gonna, that Michigan's going to be their top priority yeah. every day, every week, until that game. And going into Columbus, like, I think Michigan will be very good. Mm-hmm. But I think when they get into that stage, that it's just going to be...
0: You think they'll just both be undefeated, and it's just going to come down to that game like it does every other year?
3: Yeah, most likely. Okay. Yeah, I just.
0: I'm just surprised. I just, you know, I just want to get your opinion because yeah, you follow the. I mean, you got it down to the fourth string running back. I mean, you know this roster, right? Mike, let me ask you the same question, right? Like, do you think that's accurate that Michigan should be two right now, like going into the season, or should they be one? I mean, they are the defending Big Ten champs. Final Four appearance, all that jazz. I wouldn't put them one. I, okay. If I had to
1: put them somewhere, I probably would put them two. I yeah. think there's even a chance I'd put them at like three or four just because I think the amount of people they lost i think there are other teams that haven't lost as much mm-hmm. so but i think two's a pretty fair, fair spot to put no. him in no.
0: no homerism here ladies and
1: gentlemen all right here we go okay rob do you want to go next or you want me to go next oh, god i guess i'll go next but i'm okay not gonna you'll play. go next it better be one <laughs> <laughs> all right rob ready yeah 13 yeah all right, all right we'll so you, you get the far right, end of the we'll spectrum all right um who's the second worst team in your opinion in the big 10 Oh boy. Um,
0: man, I'm going to say the second worst team is going to be Indiana. Second worst team is Indiana, in my opinion. Um, you know, looking at the, looking at the things last year, right there, Oh, and 9 in conference, right. They were two and 10 overall. Now to say this, right. I think there have been times where Indiana is more of a middle of the road team where they're like, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, that area. But they've really kind of seemed to bottom out a little bit. I've only got one team that I'm lesser on. Um, in that same, you know, and they even finished better than last year. So, I think a little bit of the injuries. I like their head coach. I just not. They're just not a very good football team, and they're not going to get the recruits. I'm sorry, but you, when you're when you're recruiting against Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, just and and those three teams, and everyone. Michigan State likes to play the poor puppy dog. We don't get the recruits that Michigan does. You get plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana is like even a microcosm of of that, right? They're just not a good football team. We saw some hope there for a minute there. They had the their, your Penix, the the
1: former quarterback there, it didn't really work out the way we hoped it to. I think they're
0: gonna have a rough,
3: rough year this year.
1: All right, Indiana placed at 13. Kyle, would you have put Indiana at 13?
3: Yeah. Can't change it, it now, but yeah, I put them somewhere
0: down there. Yeah, okay. They're pretty bad. They're not. They're not a very good. Team. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's probably. I would put them at 12 or 13 yeah, also, so yeah. I don't think you're far off.
0: But there's only a couple teams that you could argue are worse than them. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right, my turn. I yep. get number one. One. <laughs> Did you really? Uh, uh, number you're one. Uh, Is I, Ohio State? Yeah, Ohio State's going to go one. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's much of a question. I think for the last... decade Decade or more you can say that you have to beat ohio state to win the big 10 whether it's regular season big 10 championship whatever it is and their team i think just got better with another year with cj stroud receiving core is awesome a big year for cj stroud if you're a
0: lions fan too you you may be hoping that he plays well because he could be the next
1: starting quarterback for your franchise could be yeah so i got ohio state one
0: you know it's weird i know some people ask me this like you guys don't talk about the top teams very much yeah because it's it's kind of like a given Mm -hmm. it's just like you just look at it and you go look they're fast they're strong they're they have the best recruits they have the guy they've heisman watch people like it's just it's different it's Mm -hmm. easier to talk about michigan ohio state when it comes to naming players but it's also there's less to talk about because it's been done at nauseam or when you talk about a team like michigan state or
1: iowa where you go there's holes there Mm -hmm. so
0: how do you place them it's a little bit different yeah.
1: All right. So, anyone, any disparities? I'm no. pretty sure we're all in agreement. Yeah. Ohio State was one until but, they lose. I can't say that they're. Gotcha. Not the best okay. Team. Kyle, you're up now. They can you're, lose two games you're, quickly. Be crazy. Your uh, <laughs> your number will be 7 we fourteen. Ooh. We're we're kind of clearing out the the ends. It's actually this number thing is clearing out really nice for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, who do you have as the worst team in the Big Ten? Um, do you want to see the
3: list? I I have the <laughs> list. Of, I have the I have the <laughs> list of names. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's. I mean, there's a few that I probably could just throw in there and not even think about it, but I'm gonna say Illinois. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, right. like I, I don't have any, any indicators that they're gonna be de- any. You know, Lovey post- Smith's not the head coach there I, anymore, right? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> right, that is true. But, but same kind of like you said with the when you're recruiting against Ohio State, Michigan State, and all those big schools, like it's just, especially when you have seasons like you've had with Lovey Smith, where you know you're not not you know you're having nine loss eight lost seasons it's going to be a rough go so i'm going to predict that you want, so
0: let me ask you this though because that's interesting because like brett bieleman just got hired mm-hmm. right you know he's the new head coach there mm-hmm. had some success at wisconsin right won big 10 championships went to nebraska didn't do as well but still
3: mm-hmm. you know still not high on him huh no i just i, I is brandon peter still the quarterback no know. he's in the league I know, now i think it. yeah but He'll no yeah, i Uh,
0: brandon peters wow that's a name uh brandon Brandon peters Peters. where's he at we we can keep going but he's on the los angeles chargers Mm. so he's never gonna
1: see the field all right rob you're up great getting. (sighs) so you have one in so we have just a quick recap here one is ohio state two is michigan 13 indiana 14 illinois Okay. So nothing like weird, like Crazy. seven or eight has been hit yet. So uh, that so means right, Rob man. will get one of them probably. Yeah, so probably. generate, we Rob will get. Okay, wait, you got that number already? Yeah, we already yeah, got It's two. two. It's Michigan. Seven. Son of a. Bee. Getting right in the middle. So oh, you're really God. setting the tone with this one, Rob. What do you okay. have at number seven? All right, let's see. Not them.
0: Not them. I'm okay. looking at like a list of teams, just yeah. like on my computer screen here, just to make sure that I'm not naming somebody. Um, I'm gonna go with. Let's see, they're better to. So would be. Um, uh, I think this is a f- roughly fair. I'm gonna say this is fair. I'm gonna say Minnesota. Okay. Okay. We're gonna put Minnesota in the middle. Um, there's a couple teams that maybe could go in that spot. Um, like I was looking at like maybe Purdue as well, but Purdue is so hit or miss that I feel like they should be a little bit lower. Um. Minnesota, though, they are to me like the most average team where like they do like there are some things they do really well. Right. PJ Flack. I like what he's doing over there, but they're never going to blow you away. Right. They went nine and four last year. So, you know, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, they're still going to finish. They would finish fourth in the Big Ten East. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, behind Michigan, Ohio State and Michigan State. And, you know, and they finished behind Iowa. So I don't I don't see Minnesota as a team where they're ever really going to be in major contention. I think they're always going to be a team that's a problem, but nothing that you can't overcome. Like, if you're playing a hot Minnesota team, you're like, oh, maybe they could pull off an upset. But at the same time, you, you, every time, every Big Ten team—Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, and probably Wisconsin—are all looking at Minnesota and saying it's a win. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have them right in the middle, like smack dab in the middle. I think they're just—they're better than the bad teams, but I don't think they're really good enough to be any of the really good teams.
1: Okay. That's fair. I would have, if you, yeah. my two cents. I would have put them probably just one slot lower. Yeah, maybe kind of, two. I, was,
0: I know. I was. I have a couple teams like the Purdue's. Um, that's that's the team I mean? for me. That but, if, yeah. if we get spoiler,
1: if I get a close number, yeah. like I think Purdue might be slightly better than Minnesota. Right, it's, it's hard for me because so, like they
0: lost David Bell. They're so past happy. So it's like it's like they put up forty nine. They put up two. It's yeah. like one of those hard for me. So. That's why I was like, I thought Wisconsin or Minnesota was a little more consistent, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason why I had them a little bit higher.
2: All
1: right, all right, my turn. Uh, all right, I switched the numbers from eight. one through nine, so whatever number I'm just going to count down from there instead of just randomizing. It's so good. we get we we figured it out. All right, so I got let's see, one, two, three, four, five. All right, I got number eight. Of course. Yeah. So, so, so as we talk about that, I'm going to put Purdue at number yeah. eight. Uh, it was a that was a funny spoiler right there. Yeah, there, right. so uh, I put Purdue here. I would personally, have put Purdue just one slot above Minnesota. I would yeah. have switched these two, yeah, but those are the two teams, those teams, are, the two teams are close. Game, yeah. uh, like Purdue you said, did go nine and four last year, so they have
0: the same, same record, same conference program, record, right? right? Yep, very similar. Uh,
1: but yeah, Purdue's really good. Their air raid, I love their quarterback who's returning. He's really good. He's yeah. probably in the top three or four quarterbacks in the Big Ten in general. Yeah, who's coming back? So I think. They offensively can keep up. And I think going to Purdue is always like a. Are you sure? A trap game. Yeah, it's, it really is a trap game. Like Ohio State, every time they go there, it's like, are you sure, are you sure we're going to make State, it out of there? Michigan, Michigan State, State did it yeah. last <laughs> So I think Purdue at eight, I think they're literally right in the middle of yeah. the Big Ten. Yeah. And they're there's not great, but there's a lot of. the
0: SmackDown where you just go, I don't know where to yep. put
1: these guys. All right. So move this down to eight. And then Kyle, you're up. Kyle gets. Six, so you're getting number
3: ten. Number 10.
1: Yes. 10. <laughs> 10. ten, I mean. Hold on, let me let me expand this for you so you can see the teams.
0: There's one team in the Big Ten that I'm a lot higher on this year that I don't really have a
3: reason why. I just feel like they should be better. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have what you talking about. Yeah. But um, for the tenth best team, mm-hmm. probably I'm gonna go with Maryland. Okay, Maryland oh, at is. number ten. And um, I'm, I actually, I actually like their their offense this year. I think they're gonna have a pretty dynamic and high power offense. Mm-hmm. Tonga but, but their defense is also not gonna be yeah that good. So they're gonna either they're probably gonna be in a lot of shootouts. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're gonna have a probably very mid season. Hopefully, Tonga Vaiola can take him to the promised land because th- their defense ain't gonna be helping them. But they should have some. Uh, I don't know their names, but they should have. Uh, they they had a a wide receiver who was out last year that they're bringing back, and they should have. They I think they got a few good. Recruits. Maryland's
0: another team too, right? Where I don't ever feel like Maryland gets blown out ever, until they play one of like the three really like the best. Yeah, like teams. Ohio State blows yeah, out or something. But, but like, like they... everywhere else, it's like it's like that's a dogfight. It's a twenty-eight twenty-one game, mm-hmm. right? I, I it's hard. Any team basically from like seven to the end of the Big Ten. I feel like in any day could go. You probably win that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard for me. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Is
0: uh, my turn? Yep, Rob, okay. it's your turn. Okay.
1: You will get uh, okay, so you had it says 1, so what number do we at? we you get number 3. Number 3? So we got Ohio State Michigan, who's the third best team in the Big 10.
2: Oh god.
0: Um I mean yikes. Oh boy.
1: I guess the Spartans. I mean so your official put in Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, Michigan yeah. State will be number three. And,
0: and here's why. I, I think they beat, they beat Iowa more times than not. Um you're paying Mel Tucker like you should be in a top part of the Big Ten, right? You're paying him ten million dollars a year. Um I'm intrigued to see what they look like this year. They lost some speed I mean, Kenneth Walker was their entire offense last year, so missing that's gonna be tough, but the Michigan State I'm I am no longer going to subscribe to the theory that Michigan state should be looked at as a six and six football team going forward mm-hmm. you are you've won a big ten title in the last 10 years you have been consistently competitive you had a chance to win the big Ten last year you are paying a coach 10 million dollars a year like so you're paying like the big boys are there is no longer any excuse Michigan State should have the same expectations as Michigan should mm-hmm so, so, with, with that, that being said, I think they should be up here. They went 11-2 and last year, had a chance to win it all. They just, you know, pulled the Michigan State about it and lost to uh, Purdue. Yep. I, think I think it's a, I think it's a fair criticism, and the expectation should no longer people. be, well, Michigan, Michigan State's never as good as Michigan, so they beat Michigan, Michigan. that's their season, that's bullcrap. Mm-hmm. You should be in contention at the end. That's the expectation. All
3: right, Michigan State 3. Do you have any,
0: like, thoughts on
1: that? Yeah, because, Kyle, like, was,
3: that's where I'm at with yeah, it. Kyle, would you have put them in a different spot? or? Um, I mean – I, I agree. I mean, I, I could either interchange Michigan State and Penn State, for really. They both yeah. have returning quarterbacks. You have Jalen Reed coming back from Michigan yeah. State. That's a, <clears throat> that's a nice connection they got there. Um, mm-hmm. The the problem that I have with Michigan State is that you're, there's a lot of people leaving and you're bringing transfers in. And it worked last year. Right, but you're relying a lot upon but that. But you're too, relying sure. a lot upon Absolutely. trying to yeah. build a team through the transfer portal. And it could work, but it could also... Go yeah. the other way. Now so we're, Yeah, hitting yeah. on <coughs> Kenneth Walker was
0: huge. If yeah. Kenneth Walker was just average, yeah. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. But I'm tired of looking at Mich of everybody looking at Michigan State and being like, "Oh, poor little Michigan State." No, that that needs to stop. It's like I don't hear anybody saying that about Penn State. So why are we saying it about Michigan State? It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion of it. I don't want to continue to consider Michigan State as the little brother. You're not. Yeah. So stop acting like it.
1: All right, so we got our – so let's do a quick little recap here. Yep. Big Ten so far, we got Ohio State 1, Michigan 2, Michigan State 3, Minnesota 7, Purdue 8, Maryland 10, Indiana 13, Illinois 14. Just to show up,
0: uh, the Big Ten, East says the top three teams in the Big Ten.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> yes. So uh, we'll be up now. They actually would
0: have finished if we went by overall records, too. Iowa finished 10-4 and four last year. Mm-hmm. They would have all finished the top three anyway. That's – Realignment needs to happen so, so badly. Like.
1: All right, so I got number nine, okay. and I have an exact team that I want to put here at number okay. nine. I'm going to put Rutgers at nine. Nine,
2: huh? Yes.
1: Wow. The annoying part was I either had nine, 11, or 12. Mm-hmm. I think Rutgers might be a little less than Maryland, but to our standards right here, Rutgers will be nine. Okay.
2: Rutgers, Rutgers
0: has, has turned, turned around. around. It, it they mean, have. It's, it's been a slunt, slow, game. slow burn. But, but Greg Schiano is back. back. Right, he's yep. probably been their best head coach for a long time. Mm-hmm. Had a big upset win over Michigan State. They went five and eight last year. They, they were becoming a reputable reputable, pro- no, reputable a respectable program for Rutgers standards. While he was there, mm-hmm. it's after he left is when everything hit the sh- hit the can, right? Yeah. So I think they finally started to find their footing in the Big
1: Yeah, team. and they've recruited the quarterback well, where they have a couple guys coming in where yeah. I'm like, oh, you have potential yeah. here to sure. actually, yeah. you know, carry this program through. I mean, so I think Rutgers. I, now, I would have said, if I was doing my own, I would put Rutgers right below Maryland. Yeah, But I think in terms of this, I think Rutgers yep. and Maryland are pretty close in a yep. stand. I'm okay with that. Yep. So, with that being said, we have Kyle on the board here with...
0: Someone's going to get ranked right. really too, way too low, I feel
1: like. That, yeah. I um, we have five teams left. We have spots 4, 5, and 6, and 11 and 12 left. So, we're kind to get some big jumps here. Kyle will get number... Five. So Ooh. you're picking the in between of like the topper echelon Big Ten. Who yeah. we we'll are Who's win? worse mm-hmm. than Michigan State and another team but better than everybody else?
3: <laughs> For the number five spot. Number five. I think there's a couple teams that can yeah. probably fit in here. It's all right. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Iowa.
2: Okay. Okay. I, I
3: was really torn five. between Iowa and Northwestern because I think Northwestern's going to have a lot better season than they did last year. I would year. hope so. They went 3 and 9 yeah. last
0: year cuz holy crap.
3: That's kind of a Northwestern thing. They suck for a year and then are good for another. So, but, but I'm going to pick Iowa. Fifth best of the yeah. Big
0: 10, good.
3: I'm going to pick Iowa because the on charge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just giving you crap.
3: <laughs> but um yeah, I'm picking Iowa because they are kind they're basically going to have a very similar team to last year. Their offense is going to be just about the same. Mhm. I um, Iowa's problems always They never have a good
0: quarterback Yeah The quarterback, quarterback. is always Hot garbage mm-hmm. And they can net, like net They're the most boring Team to watch Yeah,
3: yeah They're going to They're going to rely a lot On defense And turnovers
0: I'm okay Winning games 13 to 10
3: Yeah oh, Okay great So that's what's <laughs> going to get you The fifth team In the Big Ten And that's all okay. I got Okay the... well, I don't want to get four
0: Let Mike pick four <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well Rob You're coming up here we will see what number... All right, so we got one through four here. Spots left, four, six, 11, and 12. Four, six, 11, I'll show 12? you this list after I pick okay. so you know yeah, what, yeah. what teams are left and who's around. All right, Rob gets number four. I hate you guys. You guys suck. Um, That's how the ranking looks? Yeah, I guess it's got to be Penn State. Yeah. I Penn guess State? I guess yep. it's Penn State. Penn State sits at number four. Oh, wait. No, wait. no I lied. I want Wisconsin there. Okay. I want Wisconsin there. sorry. Wisconsin. Getting the dub. All right. Wisconsin number four. Here's
0: the thing. So Penn State, I still think they're kind of rebuilding. I like their quarterback situation, but everything else is kind of poop. Um, And they're always – and I think, too, when it all kind of shakes out, if we're going for accuracy standpoint, right, Wisconsin's got a little bit easier road, you know? And so I think that when they play – I think Wisconsin always kind of tends to have the edge. They run the ball well effectively always. They always run the ball well. Um I thought they actually their passing game actually turned around a little bit last year as well. So I'm going to take Wisconsin
1: there. I don't know. I think they, I, you know, I
0: think they bounce back.
1: Okay. So we got three teams left. I'm going to pick one. Kyle's going to pick one, and then the last team just kind of gets placed in yep. where the extra spot. Is, so sounds good. Um, I get let's see. Well, I get one of the two worst, or do I get to pick the remaining better team? <laughs> I get to pick number eleven. Ooh, there you go. So I at number eleven here, I pick nebraska okay this is the team that i am
0: higher on than i think other people are and we talked about this off air but i like them a little bit more a little bit higher just because they don't really fit with our rankings but i i, I mean how many times can you lose a game like mm-hmm. they actively went out of their way to lose against michigan state last year yes like, actively did things to lose mm-hmm. so i feel like at some point it, a regression yeah. to the mean they have to win some of them Yeah. so the record is going to be Nebraska also yeah.
1: cr- they played that close game against Michigan too yeah. right like 38-35 yes. yes. whatever. So I think I think they were pretty good. There're another team where I think maybe Maryland might have been put a little too high and you yeah. could have put Nebraska at 10 maybe. or whatever. There's yeah. like a big chunk of teams there that are really they're close. They're all interchangeable. Really. Just change the helmets and you got the same team. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So uh Nebraska's 11. They they're they're, they're a on the rise team but not yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're yeah, sitting Yeah, I mean, you go know, three
0: and nine. You can't be high. You can't be super high. Clearly. All
1: right. Um. Uh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Rob, do you want Kyle to pick six or twelve?
0: Uh, wh- who are the other teams left? that We got left. We got Northwest, Penn State,
1: Northwestern. Twelve. Okay, <laughs> Kyle, who do you have at number twelve? Penn State, Penn, or Northwestern. Put Penn State there. <laughs> well,
3: go ahead. Go ahead and put <laughs> Penn State there. You crazy bastard. Hey, Penn State's got a new defense. They don't got Jahan Dotson. New D C. But I'm putting Northwestern. They in. also have what? Who's their head coach again? Franklin. Frank? Oh, he is a
0: terrible head coach. Yeah. Oh, the fact God. that he still has a job, that he is a bad head coach. I think he's just still there because they're like, "Thank you for taking the job when nobody else would." He is a terrible head coach.
3: Yeah. God, is he bad, but um. Well, I mean, I don't really have much of a choice, but I do think Northwestern will be
0: better. And here's the thing: I actually do think Northwestern will be better. I think Scott Fitzgerald or whatever his name is, is it Scott Fitzgerald, doesn't name. Yeah. Okay. Um, is a really good head coach, like a legit dude. However, if you want to talk about a team who gets screwed out of recruiting, who the hell's going to Northwestern? Nobody. No one's going to Northwestern. They are They are a team where you have to build three years'
1: worth of guys up for one season where you're relevant. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's it's a hard thing for yeah. me.
1: The reason why I put Northwestern this low is I was looking at the opening week yeah. games, yeah. and I just found out Northwestern plays home against Nebraska yeah, in week zero. Of, yeah. And they're 10-point underdogs at home wow. to Nebraska. So if Vegas has them as 10-point underdogs at home to Nebraska, That's there, there's got to be something that I'm missing from this team. Because I thought they were going to be, like, a little yeah. higher. Yeah. And then I saw that right before we started doing this. I was like, Yikes. yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something, at, like, so I'm going to put it, them lower. They lose in Nebraska. Okay, they get
0: Duke, Southern Illinois, Miami of Ohio. I, I'm going to say those are all three wins, probably. probably. Um, then they play Penn State. Uh, then they got Wisconsin. Eh. Maryland. Maybe Iowa, Ohio State, Minnesota, Purdue, Illinois. So there, they finish, you know I mean. Their so schedule is just yeah, it just gets hard. Yeah, it gets there, hard, so. and then at the very end, like they play yeah, Illinois. Yeah, you get like five or six. But I think wins Purdue. I think Purdue beats them. I think Minnesota beats them. Ohio State beats them. Iowa yeah, beats them. Exactly. And Wisconsin. So I would Manhattan like to. State. I would like
1: to think that they could be higher than twelve. Gonna, but at the same time, I go they're going to ah. be two
0: in, like, two and seven in the conference this year. Yeah. And so you just go
1: yikes. Yeah. With rough. their th- two okay, or three out. Can
0: list real fast here to right. wrap it up.
1: Big ten rankings from I'm Always Right. So we got into the season. going into the season. We got number one, Ohio State, Boo. two, Michigan, yeah. three, Michigan State. Boo. Four, Wisconsin. Boo. Then Iowa. Boo. Penn State. Meh. Minnesota. Meh. Purdue. Yuck. Rutgers. Yucky. Maryland. Yuck Yuck. Nebraska. Ruh. Northwestern. Womp, womp. Indiana. Yuck. And Illinois. <laughs> Kyle, if you could change oh. one of these.
0: I'd have Northwestern at three.
1: Would you change? It was funny because when you were like when you were picking your five for Iowa and you're like, Yeah, Northern Northwestern, I went could you imagine if they went like we would have put like Penn State at twelve. And we would have been like, how are we gonna <laughs> adjust them? So how do we
0: how do, do we, we all do we do we get get one
1: get... swap season? Yeah, do we all <laughs> get one swap? Yeah. Kyle, kind of. if you if you had the ability to change one of these,
3: which one would you change? I'd probably move Northwestern up a little bit. Oh, I just After what we doing. just I said. This is Jared Cook all over <laughs> yeah. again. I mean I I think Northwestern is gonna be pretty good this year. Um I don't know. With what data? I don't. I just don't <laughs> I see just, it. Like I just, even just,
0: like their coaching staff. You're just it's just going on a hope and a prayer.
3: <laughs> no, they're just one year they're good. Next year not. You just look. look no, at the no.
0: Historically, it's one year they're good and the next seven they're bad. It's That's not, the thing. They I'm need just, like two whole recruiting classes just, to graduate, become accountants, and have kids <laughs> to go, let me become good again. It's just yikes. Anyways, what do you guys nice think about Michigan State? That, I think that team in particular is intriguing to me. You've done all this work in the offseason to say that you are a Big Ten, like you're a legit, uh, we're a program. I don't know what to think of them from a roster standpoint, but from an expectation, we always go into the season every year going, you have to beat Ohio State, you have to get the Big Ten title game, right? That's the Michigan
1: and Ohio State expectation.
0: I think Michigan State has arrived at that point. So I don't think I'm super far off base by saying yeah. that that should also be the. Accusation. I think
1: so. So Vegas had some set right now at seven and a half because they're Michigan State. Because they're Michigan State. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not so far off. I'm not on the camp where it's like we're lucky to win six games. Like, right. I'm not on that camp. I think that's boring. But I also don't necessarily think they should be at that. Oh, we're ten, eleven wins because Kenneth Walker was so just yeah. an yeah. anomaly that like be starting for you guys in this and year you will be starting for Chris Seattle because Chris Carson retired. Uh, that <laughs> was tough. Um, but I would, I would say if you you told me, yeah, if you told me if, if their under over was set at like eight and a half, like just one more game up or even nine, even I'd go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's like, that's kind of where I expect them to be. If, Mm -hmm. if you, I don't expect them to go into Michigan and win. I only expect them to play. They play home against Ohio State this year. I don't expect them to win that one. Yo, and then they'll probably take one extra. If you look at let's see, let's pull up their schedule really quick because yeah. uh, maybe just, like yeah. record wise, because they might get a tougher schedule too. Um, I can pull it up too. So you got Western Michigan, Akron, Washington, Washington Minnesota, <laughs> Washington on the road. Yeah, that, that could be tough. Minnesota, Maryland, Ohio State, Wisconsin, oh, Michigan. Geez.
0: Wait, sorry, they had Ohio State, Wisconsin, and they Michigan, to Michigan. That is a Rough. They end the season. And then, easy. The end
1: of, and then they end of the season at Penn State. So yeah, when you're sitting there, you're like, nine wins, eight and a half, like, you know, eight and a half buffer, I think would be a very interesting number. I think seven and a half, I think they could definitely get to eight.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, here's the Well, when you say like
1: eight and a half, I go, is it yeah, nine or is it eight? Just, That's kind of in the area I'm, I'm at. Thing,
0: though, when, you, when you make the statements of, okay, well, we've beaten Michigan a ton in the last 10 years, right? You've, you've, um, you pay Mel Tucker $10 million a year. I'm sorry. Those are the moves of saying that you deserve to be at the big boy table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think I think we're kind of – I think you're kind of – I'm a little bit more on the extreme than I think you are. I think you're definitely not on the – well, if we win six games and beat Michigan, then our season's made.
1: Yeah. That's a cop-out. Yeah. It is. It's a straight-up cop-out.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I don't yeah,
1: like I don't think they should hit the same expectation cuz like I think Michigan gets just these unreal expectations. Like their yeah. year 3 was like if you don't go 12 and 0 and win the Big 10 and go win the national championship, <laughs> then they're a failure. It's like okay, like <laughs> dog, we were they were that's You know, so you know what I mean? Like they were yeah. like 4 and 8 yeah. before Jim Harbaugh got there like the year before <laughs> and then like 2 years in they're expected to just go win a national I championship. Know. Like I don't there think you. that's the expectation level <laughs> jump that we get to, but like <laughs>
0: I you gotta be twelve and you gotta win the Big Ten title game, gotta be Ohio State, and you gotta win the national championship, or you're dead to me. Yeah, or <laughs> or it's like a
1: failure of a season, and like you, it's ne- it's like oh. so terrible, and it's oh like I don't God. think that's the expectation for that Michigan State, crazy. but I also don't like the people that are like, we're, so, we're lucky to get six and six and play Michigan. I go, well, that's you shouldn't have that expectation either, because right. there's no there's no team that goes eleven and two. And then next year, your expectations are, we're going to win four games.
0: Right. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. It's like in the NFL, yeah.
1: you know, if you're a playoff
0: team. You don't expect next year, you're not, oh, you know, yeah. we're going to go six and seven. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, like we're we look
1: 11. at the Raiders, right? It's like, all right, they went they went 11 and six last year. That I'm not going to say next year, they might win six games. That's not the expectation exactly. going in. It has exactly. to be around where you were. Yeah. So I think Michigan State going nine wins I think should be the expectation. Yeah. Obviously saying, I don't think they're good enough to beat Ohio State. I don't think they're good enough to go to Michigan and win. Yeah. And maybe even go to Penn State and win. I don't right. think they're good enough to do any of those. I think it's a
0: fair assessment. But Correct.
1: I think all the other games they should be favored in and yeah. probably have a good chance to win. Yeah. Wisconsin being the game that they're probably the closest yeah, to. depends and, on what and kind of Wisconsin team is. is. Exactly. Yeah, I just,
0: you know, for me, you know, we talk so much about Michigan and how, like, like I think we're all pretty steadfast here. You need to be playing for Ohio State for something, mm-hmm. right? Because we've talked it before. Well, going 0-11 and beating Ohio State means absolutely dog crap, right? That doesn't matter, right? So, like, that's the – at the end of the day, you better agree with that. No, I don't. <laughs> <I'm gonna say. laughs> my, my team's
1: 2-10. and ten. We beat yeah, Ohio we'll State. We beat Ohio
0: State. That's the most Michigan thing ever, right? Oh, we we'll beat Ohio State. Who cares? You didn't win anything for it. It's the stupidest thing ever, right? So, if it – the expectation is every year you're supposed to be playing Ohio State for a chance to go to the Big Ten title game. That is the expectation, and that's the expectation I think that should be there for Michigan and Ohio State. I think Michigan State at this point, you're now two zero in Mel Tucker's career against Michigan. You should be expected now to be competing on that same level right now. That's just my take. But all right, let's get me for this week's show, guys. Um, we're you know we're gonna wrap it up next week, Mike. What? Uh, division we talk about for the NFL,
1: AFC North. AFC because we're saving the West, saving
0: the big the, boys to the very yeah. end.
1: Yep. And then and then and then and then, and then don't and don't, then, don't forget, then, Rob. And then, and then, and then. We're doing the next two weeks after that. Yep. We're going to be taking the division winners, yes, the best teams in the in the NFC in the NFC and the best teams in the AFC, yes. and doing those four teams comparing yep. their teams exactly. to see who we think is the best in each conference. Correct. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. yep
0: for sure that'll be a lot of fun um next week we may do an nfl training camp update for the lions just to you know we're finally gonna get some pads on stuff like that we're really getting close to hard knocks hard knocks i think the first episode is august 9th so that'll be fun week to from see. tuesday yeah week from tuesday so um we'll probably do a little bit of preview there as well just to kind of get your you know your daily lions intake in the the kool-aid is strong right now ladies and gentlemen the kool-aid is how <laughs> what kind of kool-aid are you drinking
3: The um, Michigan Wolverines will hopefully beat Michigan State. That was the most – literally,
0: you might as well just say you're
3: drinking pee. That's what you should have
0: just said. You should have just been like, I'm drinking tap water because that was the most neutral thing. Hopefully beat Michigan State. Good God. I'm over here being like, like, maybe we win eight games. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Ridiculous. Get out of here. Um, yeah. No, but I, was gonna, you, I was gonna have you start gambling with me, and I was like, no. I can't do it now because cows,
0: cows, will go. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go up there and be like, so Michigan against Hawaii, favored by 20 points. Do you think they're gonna get the over? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Hawaii's kicker's really good. They might kick a three-pointer, and then blows everything, and then we lose it. <laughs> um but yeah, so we're going to do uh, AFC AFC West, right? AFC West next week? So, oh, South. North, North, North sorry. North. AFC North next we're week. We're West for the last. NFL training camp update as well for your Detroit Lions. We're going to talk some expectations, seeing how everybody looks once we get the pads on, and we may do a Hard Knocks preview as well. Of course, we got wrestling talk we'll always have in there as well, and hopefully Kevin Durant gets traded. Let's hope. Let's hope.
1: Kyle, how do
3: you feel about Kevin Durant? I don't like him. He's really making me mad.
0: Stop show. Stop show right there! That was the best thing ever. <laughs> I don't like him. Why don't you like him? I just besides so much, the fact that he's got 87 feet clown shoes.
3: He just he looks weird. Oh, it's so much drama. So great. You don't have to deal with this when you have LeBron on your team.
0: Oh my goodness! Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, at some point here in the next couple weeks, so I'm going to have Mike give me a quarterback ranking, 1 to 32. We're going to do that as well. Maybe we can get Kyle on there because he knows two quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> so maybe talk about that as well. But that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of, and no, I'm going to say not on behalf of, he's here. I, I, it's like it's oh, second yeah. nature to yeah. say the missing Whale Man. On behalf of the Whale Man, Kyle Bunzanowski, he's the Merck. So Mike Merkel, I'm the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendyka. We will see you guys as always next time.